Hello and welcome to today's episode of the British English Podcast with me, Charlie Baxter,、uh, where we'll go into the world of reality TV and explore its impacts on the British television landscape. If you're a non native English speaker or new to British entertainment, this episode is for you. We'll help you understand what reality TV is all about in the UK and why it has become such a popular form of entertainment. Now, I know that reality TV isn't just in the UK, but it's good for you to be exposed to the norms in this society because we talk about it quite a lot day to day. So, these references that you might not Understand will hopefully be explained after this conversation. So, yeah, reality TV first gained traction in the UK in the early 2000s and it has since become a prominent fixture on British screens. Reality TV, as the name suggests, features real people rather than actors in unscripted situations. These shows often revolve around competitions, relationships, or simply day to day life. Providing viewers with a glimpse into the lives of their fellow Brits or contestants from various backgrounds. But to be honest, I don't watch them that much. However, one of my best friends from the UK, I went to university with, and、uh, feel like we've got a lot of similarities in life.、Uh, we were born on the same day. She does watch quite a few reality TV shows, so I thought I'd ask. Her opinion about all of these. So let's get into it. So, welcome, Steph. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. A very, very recent mother. You've got a one month year old in your arms right now. I do. She's sleeping. So I think we're good to crack on. Nice. Yeah. So, if you hear some coos, do we say coos? Yeah, cooing. Sounds like a little animal. Yeah. But she's a baby. She is a baby. She's, well, I suppose humans are animals. This is true. She's an animal. She's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's very nice seeing you sat there so comfortable with a baby in your arms. Well, she's about to start watching lots of reality TV with me <laughs> <laughs> over the next year. Yeah. Ah,、oh, hello, sir. Welcome to the British English podcast Bed and Breakfast. How can I help you? Oh, yes, I'd,、uh, I'd like to check in early, please. I have a reservation under the name of Mr. Smith, and、uh, I'd like to listen to the podcast for free. Certainly. And would you like a turn down service and a complimentary worksheet with your stay? P- pardon me? A turn down service and a free worksheet. What, what on earth are they? Let's, let's see now, shall we? A turn down service includes getting your bedroom ready for a night of sleep. In other words, I get in your bed, roll around in it, and then get back out. Oh, and the free worksheet is available for anyone listening to the British English Podcast. You can access it by going to the British English Podcast.com slash freebies. That's F R E E B I E S. By clicking the link in the show notes of this episode, or you can download the app. Called the British English Podcast app. It's rather impressive as you can listen to every single episode and see the free worksheet on the same page. Very, very useful. And as I said, complimentary usage for any of our guests. So, how's about that turndown service, eh? Fancy it?、Uh, I-, I think I'll pass on that, thanks. But I'll definitely be downloading the app you mentioned. Yeah. Where can, where can I get my hands on that then? 
in your device's app store, sir. Search BEP for BEP or the British English podcast. You can't miss it. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, what room number am I? Room number 325, sir. Take the lift up to the third floor, take a left, and voila! Your home away from home awaits you. Right, right. Thank you. See you tomorrow at breakfast. Sleep well. <sighs> Don't let the bed bugs bite. Because we really do have an abundance of them on the third floor. Before I ask you what the schedule for today's TV viewings is, should we um, jump back a few decades? Because Let's do it. As I think I said in the intro, it was more around the 2000s that it picked up. In the 90s, there were a few things. Can you remember anything? Yeah, I was trying to think when you said that. I think, is that when Big Brother started? Because that's the first one I remember watching with my mum. Yes. Big Brother started, I think, in 2000. It's gone for two decades, but yeah, it was mainly on Channel 4 in 2000. To yeah, 2008 or nine. Yeah, Davina yeah. McCall, yeah. She's a, a name in itself, like a British celebrity that we would reference quite comfortably, assuming that everyone People knows. knew her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she was just the host of a of a reality yeah. TV show. And Big Brother is worldwide. So I don't think many people need to understand the concept of Big Brother. But if, very quickly, what would, what would you say Big Brother is? Big Brother is or was, I don't know if it's still, yeah. still going on, but it was a, a big house where they would just put in a random selection of people from all different walks of life, put them in a house together and basically study their behaviour and watch them interact with one another. And I think that's how it started. And then as it went along, or I might be wrong, it might have been from the first series, they would get them to do various tasks to sort of create conflict and create different environments that might not necessarily come across naturally. So they would sort of manipulate situations in some ways. Yes. I remember one version where they had a prison wall, like a metal bar. Yes. Half the house had luxury. Yeah, they had the rich and the poor side, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So that it would, yeah, deliberately create a divide that they would then have to live with within the same. Yeah. And then they would voting each other out of the house every week, wouldn't they? Or they'd nominate someone they wanted to leave. Yes. And yes. that in itself would then put doubt in people's mind and people wouldn't know who'd voted for them. And yeah. you'd see people's behaviour getting... People become like more distressed and it's just an uncomfortable situation living with people that you know didn't want you there. Yeah, it's a complete, it's a recipe for disaster, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like, of course, there's going to be tension if you could be kicked out of the opportunity of winning a million pounds at the end. I think it was about that, wasn't it? Yeah, there was definitely a, a prize for, for winning the show. You would get a, a lump sum of money. Yeah. And the fame afterwards. Yes, which back then probably wasn't as much as it is now. Okay. Right, because there's now more social media and things. That's true. I don't know how. Yeah, there's more opportunities to exploit that fame yeah. now. But back then there was less noise. So yes. I was thinking I can only remember the first couple of years of Big Brother like finalists. Do you remember Nadia? Nadia. She was a transgender woman i think oh i don't think i do sorry i remember the the one i remember the most is with jade goody kate lawler oh yeah that jade one i think goody. that was the fourth one yes which is maybe when it got a bit bigger and more people knew what it was because i think the first one was kept quite under wraps and it was wasn't a big thing was it but as yeah. more and more people clocked on 
it became slightly bigger. What makes you enjoy watching Big Brother or back in the day? I like to say it's the the psychological side of things, you know, watching people's behaviour change and watching them interact and even hearing how other people perceive them because everyone sees a different side to every story. So that still is part of it. But I think it is just, if it's a, a TV, like a soap, you know you're watching a character. Whereas with a reality TV show, you you feel like you're watching the real person, which yes. makes you feel like there's some kind of connection that you know the person. Ah. Whereas I know that I don't know them, but because supposedly being themselves, you feel like you do know them. So therefore yeah. they kind of almost feel like a friend. <laughs> <laughs> They know nothing about you, but you feel like you know them really well. <laughs> oh, okay, so you've got lots of friends then. Loads. Lo- I've, honestly, I've gained so many friends over the past five years. <laughs> Who are your best friends? My best friends. Or where are they from? Oh, God. Well, I'm watching Married at First Sight Australia at the moment. So they're literally oh. the other side of the world. So hang on. So you've... You're no longer satisfied with the British reality TV shows. You're now watching an Australian one. Well, the Australian one is actually meant to be better than the English one because they've made it more of a show. They've dramatised it a little bit more. Oh, okay. So we're not only just watching British ones in the UK. We're also dabbling with America. Do we watch American stuff? I don't, but I know that there is. The only overseas one I do watch is Married at First Sight Australia. But I have recently heard that Love Island Australia is a good one. So I might start start watching that whilst I've got time on my maternity leave. Yes, yes. (laughs) Make some more friends. Yeah. (laughs) The other side of the world. (laughs) So Love Island, uh, I think a lot of countries know about it. And it got quite big. Was it a British idea? Did it come from the UK? I should probably check that. You know? I think so. But the only reason I think that is because that's the only one I've watched. Love Island quickly became a cultural phenomenon in the UK. The show brings together a group of young, attractive singles in a villa where they must couple up and navigate romantic relationships whilst while facing various challenges. Viewers vote for their favourite couples with the last remaining pair winning a cash prize. Okay. I don't think that paragraph concluded whether it was originally from the UK, but yeah. So it's still going. Is that one of your favourites? Yes, but I feel like it shouldn't be because I don't know when it started. I don't know if you just said... It said 2015. 2015. So I know over these, what, seven, eight years, this is quite sad, four people have committed suicide from it because of social media. I don't know if... I did not know that. So three contestants and the presenter, Caroline Flack. So I feel like I shouldn't enjoy it because it's contributed to like serious Oh, yeah. Outcome. I remember Caroline Flack. Yeah. Wow. So I feel bad admitting it. Mm. But It's not something that people shy away from uh, saying that they watch now, though, no, is it? No, I don't it? think no. so. You're just more conscious I'm of that I'm just more conscious fact. that yeah. I'm watching it contributing to the, the show's popularity. Yeah. But I just really like it. <laughs> So I was told I need to at least watch one episode to just judge for myself. Yeah. I think we got through three episodes, but I did want to remove my ears and eyes. Not my eyes. They're beautiful people. They're they're quite over the top, though. Yeah. But they're going to be over the top, aren't they? And they're not going to watch you and I on a show because we're quite... 
people might think differently after hearing this. We're quite normal people. <laughs> We're not going to attract yeah. the masses to watch us on a show. And I guess part of it is that it attracts a lot of people because it's controversial. Like you either love it or hate it. Yeah. Like that character or yeah. person. So yeah, so they're like... going to put people in that people are going to form an opinion of. Yes. And enjoy watching the controversy. Yes, whereas normal people won't create no. the conversation. No. It'll just be like, yeah, they're just quite normal. But it's ve- the show's very manipulated now. Oh. So back when it started, they were allowed to do what they wanted and the, the cameras would just watch them. Right. Whereas now, I think because of the sad, the four people that have died, yeah. they're very, the show's very structured. But even though I know that the show is not as natural and the scenes that they shoot are like created, I still like watching it. Okay. Because they're still my friends. <laughs> and do the winners get the fame no everyone gets the fame winners get cash prize same as big brother yeah but they become ambassadors for various like clothing brands or some people might go in with a business plan in mind or also things like teeth whitening they advertise and they get sponsored to do things like that or like anything in particular they just advertise on their social media profiles uh-huh. and people follow them from yeah. Dot, So they've get, get a massive following and then brands go to them and ask them to promote things and they get a job from it. And is it usually the more attractive people that go that get the fame or it's not necessarily? I think they're all quite the, attractive. They're all quite attractive yeah. to get on there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's very superficial. Yeah. Do you find that their characters are likable or do you look at them and think, ugh, most of the time? morning squire i do hope you slept soundly care for some breakfast oh yes i'd 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 love some uh what's on the menu let's have a look shall we we have the buffet breakfast for premium podcast members and we have the exclusive set menu if you're a member of the academy all right yeah and and apart from the breakfast options uh why would i want to be a member of the premium podcast you say or the the um uh, the or the academy sir yes you see premium members get to enjoy the buffet along with transcripts glossaries and flashcards to use how and when you want rather like the buffet if you've not cottoned on yet mr smith right 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 yeah 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 i get it i get it very nice very nice all right so just like the buffet i can come and go as much as i like and eat or learn in this case uh, in whatever way i like with the basic stuff available for me. Precisely, Mr. Smith. Very good, very good. And then the members of the Academy get everything premium members get, but more importantly, they get to experience some fine dining with a set menu or structure of lessons with videos, audios, quizzes, assignments, speaking classes on Zoom, the speaking partner program, and entry into a lottery to win one-to-one classes with Charlie, the host of the podcast this bed and breakfast is associated with. Gosh, 
It's a fair amount of stuff, isn't it? You don't suppose I could sample a bit of both options before I decide what to do? It's funny you should say that because we indeed have a sample sausage from the buffet along with a sample of the premium podcast over at thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash premium. And of course, we have some caviar and a full lesson to sample for the Academy over on thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash Academy. Again, all the links will be in the show notes and on that menu in front of you, sir. I will leave it with you to think over, and I do hope you enjoy yourself. Right, yeah, thanks. Food for thought, I suppose. Not saying 50, that I 50. think that. Some of them are really likeable, and so you're rooting for them, but then they might change throughout the shows, Ooh. depending on who comes in. And if you've been in these, if you've been stuck in this villa, right, for four weeks... And they're not your real friends in the villa, are they? They're Are you talking strangers. about your, as in your opinion of your friend in the show? Or are you talking about these? These people in the villa so the, are I, friends. Okay, the real friendships. Not talking about through the screen, your friends. Right, no, I'm talking about the contestants <laughs> aren't really friends. So after four weeks, they might not actually like each other. Like, Yeah, oh, I so see. So then they change, yeah. their personality changes. And you're like, oh, I liked you two weeks ago, but now you're showing different sides and I'm not a big as fan of you as I as I was. Yes. So do you ditch them? So then I like, yeah, not as interested in you anymore. And you can that... leave. You should get voted out. And do you ever vote? I don't vote, no. I think I maybe did at the start. Of Love Island in yeah. 2015? Yeah. Wow. And maybe even Big Brother. Okay. I mean, Big Brother, obviously I shouldn't judge you, but I completely am. Big Brother was when you were a bit younger. Yeah. And I would understand why you would be that invested in it. But nowadays you've got a baby in your arms and you're still voting. No, no, I'm not. Out? I'm not still voting. I think I voted at the start, but I don't even know if you vote. You download apps these days. Oh, what's it all like? <laughs> eh? The nostalgia of ringing up a free number. Long gone. Yeah, that's Love Island. What are some other big ones that we used to watch? Oh, so I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Oh, love that one. Yeah. Love that. That's like, I going to say real celebrities, because I would say that Love Island contestants aren't real celebrities. But I think some At the of those... the beginning, have, they're not, surely. Yeah, and I think they might have even have been in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Oh, no, the other way around. They go in as love into Love Island and then maybe and then they go become to... a celebrity. Yeah. If we can say they're celebrities yeah. or they become famous in some yeah capacity yeah. and then they go, but I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Obviously, Ant and Deck, big draw. OK, so let's just explain a few things. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here is where people go to a scary place, quote unquote, which is the jungle in Australia or the rainforest or whatever we call it. And then they have to do various tasks to earn get f- food Earn food. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Just earning food. Right. And they're, what are these tasks? Oh, they really vary. It could be eating animal eyeballs, testicles, like fish fins. Fish fins. Strange tasks. Yeah, strange tasks. They could be having to collect stars from being buried alive underground for a certain amount of time. Oh. Or they could be suspended above a river where they have to, they're obviously, it's very safe, but jump and collect like hanging stars. I'm trying to think of other ones. That river, is it infested with crocodiles or it's just a river? I think that would be a bit dangerous. <laughs> so I think that it was just a river. Scary tasks that put people's 
fears to the test. Yeah. So people at home, i.e. you and I who are watching the show, would ring or use the app, however it is, I don't do it, to vote for the celebrity to take part in the task. We know that one celebrity, say, is really scared of the dark. You might then vote them to do the buried alive task. Oh, how evil. Yeah. Oh, God. And then they would earn less stars because they wouldn't complete the task, so then there'd be less food for the camp. <gasps> so then you'd see the celebrity's behaviour changing yeah. or you might see them getting a bit angry with one celebrity because they haven't got enough food. It's yeah. interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. You yeah. see, it's a like, psychological experiment. Yeah. So one reality TV show that I thought was a mixture of reality and a show or a soap, which quickly we should probably just explain very quickly. Soap, that is like a drama, but it's like an everyday episode, like a, an episode pretty much every day, isn't it? Of just like an average town throughout the UK and it's the characters and they they play a role and it's like all yeah. scripted, but it, it's very like real in a sense, but with over over-dramatised kind of situations, like EastEnders. What's Coronation it? Street. Emmerdale. I'd say they're the big three. Yeah. The big three. The big three. The big dogs. So lots of people used to watch that. I would say used to because reality TV shows may have taken their attention a bit more. Yeah, I reckon our parents' generation are more into soaps. Yeah. So my auntie, she went to America for a couple of years and she got my grandfather to record the omnibus, which is the overview episode on Sunday that does the whole week in one for two years running on VHS on tape to then watch and catch up with when she got back a few years later and she did. That's crazy. So people still had the same almost addiction to wanting to know what happens with their lives so it's similar to reality you still want to find out what's going on even though they're fake. Yeah I guess so but the thing that I was going to get to was TOWIE so TOWIE, The Only Way is Essex, is a mixture, I think, of soap and reality TV because it's kind of scripted in the structure, in the way that they catch up with the characters and they encourage a scenario to happen, but they let them talk naturally. Yeah. Don't they? Similar with Made in Chelsea. Yes, similar with Made in Chelsea. Because I watched Made in Chelsea, but I never actually got into TOWIE. Okay. But they are the same. They're very, they're structured the same. They're basically one's just in Essex and one's in Chelsea. And would you say there's a demographic for either one or it doesn't matter? Have you noticed some demographics watch one thing versus another? Or is it more people that just associate with Essex more than Chelsea? I reckon it's the same demographic. I just didn't get into TOWIE. I don't know. It was one of the first shows out there and I didn't know about it. But Made in Chelsea came in when we were at uni, actually, second yeah. year of uni. I yeah. remember sitting down and watching it with the girls. But I reckon it's the same demographic. It's the yeah. same kind of show. So they're targeting yeah. the same, yeah, the same audience. But Made in Chelsea is a lot. Ah, actually, no, it's not a lot more money, is it? Towie, a lot of the characters in or people in uh, The Only Way is Essex were very wealthy as well. Yeah. And they've gone on as well. Like Sam and Billy Fairs, they now have got their own show. Fern has her own show. Joey Essex, he's been on like Celebs Go Dating. So these are the kind of references that I want to try and like, I don't know if I want to cover them, but I just want to acknowledge that Brits mention this. Like, So I would occasionally have worn quite tight, colourful clothes back yeah. in uni and you would nickname me Joey, Joey Essex. Essex. 
And that kind of thing for a non-native, they were just like, what do you mean? Who is? So these kind of characters, they have these stereotypes or these behaviors that people think about when you see somebody in your close circle imitating. Yes. And then you watched Made in Chelsea and a, a character has, or a person, has done something quite different recently, haven't they? They've done a documentary yes. of their own life. Well, there's a few. So Spencer Matthews. Yes, that's him. So when he was on Made in Chelsea, speaking like he was my friend, he was a bit of a lad. He had lots of different girlfriends and no one really liked him. No, I thought he was a bit of a plonker. But he's now, well, wait till you hear this, because he's now used his fame, turned it around. And tragically, he lost his brother when he was younger, when his brother climbed Everest. And he's done this documentary called Finding Michael. Oh. And he goes with the with like a survival crew. I don't know what they what the correct term would be. And they go and help him. Sadly, they don't recover his brother, but they go and help him look for him. And they find other people instead. And he's like come across really well from using his fame, and I guess the financial support that's come with it to go over to Everest and sort of uncover bodies for other families. Yeah, sounds very yes. tragic. He's used his fame that he gained from being a bit of a playboy yeah a player to for the better yeah playboy that's a bit more american player. than player yeah he was a player and now he's married and now he's married and he actually did a reality tv show with his wife about their life <laughs> just <laughs> vogue williams vogue williams yeah she so sounds like a model yeah or should be she's very pretty okay <laughs> Okay, well, that's good that he was able to do good with his fame and, you know, help others. Yeah. Did he make a story out of those people and their family's situation for the audience? No, they were, well, they were in the documentary. So it was referenced that I guess I've done a good thing, but that was never his intention. Yeah. The intention was to find his brother. was about his brother. He's used his fame well as he's got older. Would you ever climb Mount Everest? No. Not even to base camp i think if you're gonna do it you want to do it right i'm not surprised that you would you seemed like you knew Mm. your answer there but you're a marathon runner you've done how many marathons have you done i've done 10 or maybe 11 bloody hell yeah and you still have toes double digits still got 10 toes 10 toes yeah and 11 no how many marathons (laughs) 10 or 11 i'll do one next year not that I remember what a good time is, but what what's your PB? Three hours and 41 minutes. I'm going to just insert a clap there. Thank you. Thank you. To Under three hours and 45 minutes is a good for age. I got a good for age time. A good for age. Which gave me free entry to, a, to another marathon. Oh. Yeah. Right. So they're 26 miles, all of them. Don't forget the point two at the end. Point two. 26 yeah, that's the, point two. That's the worst 200 metres. Metres? Yeah final sprint i wouldn't call it a sprint no so yes you like a physical challenge but Uh, you were instant to uh decide there that you didn't want to climb yeah maybe it's this little one in my arms has changed my i'd rather sit on the sofa watch reality tv safety (laughs) and comfort of my own home and hold your little isabella yeah and let her watch reality tv as well with me (laughs) what's she gonna do if i go and climb everest you, she could be on the Helpless. back. Helpless. She could be <laughs> in, in a, a little, sling, yeah. in a little carrier. Sorry. Questionable. That was her making a sound. That saying, wasn't No, you. thanks. Yeah. I want to stay here. <laughs> One show that I watched just last weekend, actually, 
first dates. Oh, yes. First dates. Well, what do you think of first dates? With Fred. Love it, of course. Yeah. I mean, I love love. So got to love got to, yeah. I think that's interesting because you don't follow their life. So it's kind of diff- slightly different to a Made in Chelsea or even like a Love Island or a Married at First Sight. It's a one-off. You sort of see a snippet. Yes. So you don't gather friends from no. that experience. It's you? more of just an entertainment one-off show and you don't need to watch the next one. So that's something you could dip in and out of. It's yeah. a slightly different reality TV show, I would say. Because they do first dates and they do first dates hotel. Oh, yeah, I've seen that spin off. Who you do get to become friends with are the waiters and the waitresses. Yes. Because that, that's sort of a bit of a storyline. Do you call it storyline? You could do, yeah. Is it a story? And Fred as well. And the waiter. So hold on. Not the waiter, the bar man. What's his name? He'll come to me in a bit. Yeah, I don't know. But he apparently, one date just recognised that after every sentence he goes, hmm. So he's like, Oh, I'm going to notice that now. Is it Merlin? Maybe. I don't know. But uh, You don't know. That's why you're asking yes. asking me about this. <laughs> uh, but hang on. So First Dates is a, ho- is a restaurant ran by Fred. Yeah. The French man. Yeah. And he, his mission in life, what would you say? To help people fall in love whilst eating delicious food. There you go. So he created a restaurant where people come and they have a first date with a random, a blind date. Yeah. We call it a blind date, yeah. don't we? Not meaning people who don't have sight. So not actual blind people. No. So they come and they get filmed and then there's a little review at the end of whether they hooked up. Yeah, if they want to go on a second date off the show. Yeah. The awkward moment is the review room where they rate each other and they say, do you want to yeah. see the other person again? And they often take it in turns or they say together and it's a yes, no moment. Normally they're they're quite on par. Like I feel, I feel like... They can read they the can, room. Yeah. But sometimes one of the couple might say yes and the other one will be like, I thought it was just friends vibe. Yeah, gutting moment that. Yeah. Have you had many of those in your life? Where Dates. You, where you thought, oh, this is going well. I've never actually really been on a date, you know. Really? No. Really? We won't talk about my ex-boyfriends on, on this chat, but I mean, <laughs> I've been with Andrews. Like, I never really went on a date at uni because I was with him. Yeah, that's true. And then before that, it wasn't I had a boyfriend. Really, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've never... I've never never done a first date as no, such. No, that's sad, isn't it? No. Nah. No, I mean, I'm very happily married. Yeah. But yeah, have you? Uh, yeah, I've had a few first dates. I remember the first one that I went to, I was quite nervous and I, I texted them because I was running late and I said, I'll be there in a... And I meant to say min, minute. What did you say? But it said bin. So but then I, did that break the ice? It did. It did. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good icebreaker. Yeah. I'll be there in a bin. Oh, I thought I was going to see you in a bin, Charlie. <laughs> where's your bin? <laughs> yeah, where's your bin? <laughs> but that date didn't go great. That wasn't with Stacey. No, that wasn't with Stacey. Right. No. First dates. Now, another one that I think non-natives should really watch is Gogglebox. Oh, yeah. Gogglebox is a good one. A lot of slang terms, colloquial yeah. language used on Gogglebox. Can you tell us what Gogglebox is? Gogglebox, or oh, this is going to sound weird. Gogglebox is a show where it films people watching TV. Yeah. So they'll see there's various different families, couples, friends that are literally sat on their sofa and they are watching a TV show and you're watching their reaction to said TV shows. 
Yeah. Imagine when TVs came out a hundred ish years ago and they said in a hundred years or so, we'll be watching people watching. Yeah. We'll often be on the sofa, me and Andrew, and I'll say, oh, I'd like to to hear other people's reactions. It would be good to see what the, the cast on Gogglebox would think about this. Because we might be watching a film and he'll laugh and I'll, I won't laugh. And I'll be like, if this was on Gogglebox, then you'd get to know what other people think oh. and see what their reactions would be like. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. And so that's why it's quite addictive. The other thought ridiculousness of this is that some people review Gogglebox. I've even got a YouTube video about Gogglebox. About Gogglebox. So it's people reviewing people's reviews of a show. Yeah. That's silly, isn't it? Was it you the other day I said, have you seen this? And you said, no, but I've seen a bit of it on Gogglebox. Potentially. So you'd watch Gogglebox and you'd actually... Yeah. I've only seen a couple of episodes. Maybe it wasn't you. But... uh, It could have been you. It could have been me. Either way, whoever it was. You can be exposed to a show only through Gogglebox. So you're watching it through the eyes of these couples or families or friends on the sofa they're referencing things. It's yeah. quite well done, the summary. Like you kind of understand the plot of the show that they're watching. Yes, it sounds more complicated and silly than it, I think if you'd sit down and watch it. Yeah. Here's something. One girl that was watching it as a family. So there was a mum, a dad, brother and a sister. The sister of the show that was watching the TV, it's mm. one of the families that watched it, has since been on Celebs Go Dating. So she became a if we're calling them celebs, she became a celebrity from being on the Gogglebox show and has since gone on to another reality TV show, Celebs Go Dating. I mean, we knock it, but it's TV. Anyone who goes on TV can get famous. Yeah. And it's a successful show. Yeah. Loads of people watch Gogglebox. It's a funny, they're famous from watching TV though, as opposed to (laughs) being a like... Being a good presenter or like talented. Or an athlete or something. Why are you famous? Oh, because I had a camera on my TV screen that watched me watch TV. Would you enter Gogglebox? Well, yeah, because I'm just going to sit on the sofa. I think I would. <laughs> would you? Although you've got to be careful what you say on Gogglebox, because if you yeah. slate someone... You could be ridiculed across the country. ...have like a big opinion, then people know that you've got that opinion. Yeah. You've got to be careful. I probably wouldn't be myself watching it, because I'd know that there was a camera. And that's the thing with with these reality TV shows, we think that we're watching the real them, but they could be putting on a facade yeah. for the fact that they know that people are, yeah. have an opinion. And I think it works both ways. I think sometimes you put on a good facade and you want to be known as a good person, but taking it back to say Spencer Matthews, he knew he was being filmed and he wanted to come across as this player character. Oh, did he? So he wasn't just naturally... Well, he might have been, but he knew that there were cameras there and there was nothing that made him want to pretend that he was an angel. So okay. I think if you know that you can get famous from being like a the baddie, yeah. then it's just as good, isn't it? Yeah, thinking about like a pantomime, mm. when they come back to be clapped. Yeah, and they get booed. The Yeah, the, the sort of extras... It's just like, a, uh, yeah, well done. Yeah. And then the really good people, you're like, yeah, well done, really good. And then the bad people, you give more energy. You're yeah. Like, but you're giving them a reaction. You're giving them a reaction. Yeah. And they're in your mind. Yeah. So Spencer Matthews, he's... He's getting too much airtime on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant in general. But no. that also, Gogglebox is a good one to look at for a non-native First dates. First dates. Yeah. Because that's very varied people as well. Yeah. You get a lot of 
different. Yeah, walks it's not of the life. same type of. English. They're less superficial, I would say. Mm-hmm. I'd say like Love Island, probably even Big Brother, Geordie Shore. They're in it a bit more for fame. Whereas, yes, and yeah. those people are t- tend to focus on their looks a lot more. Whereas first dates is not about that at all. No. It's just these people want to find love yeah. in a way. And everyone deserves to find love. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's not a really a reality TV show, but there is a ridiculous one that I never thought would ever air. It's what a show. It? It's called Naked Attraction. Oh, yeah. Do you I know was... what? I've watched that a few times. Ridiculous. It's. I, I couldn't believe that the British audience wants that. And the British people that go on it. Yeah. So what is it? We will leave it there for part one of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening up to this point. If you did want to listen to part two and part three of this conversation, then you can head over to the BritishEnglishPodcast.com and check out the premium podcast or academy memberships. The premium podcast gives you access to the full conversation along with extended glossaries, transcripts and flashcards. Whereas the academy gives you all of that plus exclusive videos and audios for the season-based episodes, explaining the vocabulary, exampling them, giving you quizzes, writing assignments and weekly speaking classes on Zoom. But if you were just here for part one of this conversation, then I thank you very much for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed the show. Do grab that free worksheet by clicking the link in the show notes. My name's Charlie and I will see you next week on the British English Podcast. <laughs>